0: Weekly topic for June thirteenth, twenty twenty. My name is Travis, and of course, I'm joined by Preston. Hello, and Kyle. What's up? So, of course, it's only the three of us here right now. Uh, Dan has decided to go ahead and step away from the podcast briefly, so um, he'll. He's already said that you know he might be coming back here at some point in time anyway, too. But at least until then, Dan, take it easy, and we will catch you, of course, um, when you want to come back, dude. Uh, anyway. Course, we're into a new topic episode, gentlemen, and this week's topic is Top Would Be Great Games Ruined by One Flaw. Uh so the criteria kind of on this topic, and Preston, you're the one who came up with this, I think is that these games are actually really good games, and I think our list has quite a few really good games in them, but there's these little little things that just happen to the game itself that just really ruin the immersion they ruin the game like ruin the gameplay or at least ruin kind of the idea of kind of like pushing ahead through the rest of the game is that about right right
1: like yeah they just drive you insane like it stops you from enjoying the
0: game to its full potential yeah and as we were talking of course before we started recording there's quite a bit here and we were actually adding to the list as we were uh getting prepped so uh the more and more we keep talking about that fucking grand theft auto Yes. We could just make it. We could just make 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 it number one. (laughs) I'm sure one of them will be in there. Uh, number one, let's just end it right now. Wow. Cool. Shortest podcast, three minutes. Oh, maybe a minute. (laughs) Uh, all right. So I'll go ahead and just read off the list here. Kyle, are you done adding stuff? Let me ask you that. I think so. Yeah. All right, man. All right. So our list contains, uh, actually let me ask this. Do we want to do just the name of the game and then come back around when we're discussing why it's on the list or should i go ahead and do both parts of it
1: Nah, just we'll go around
0: okay all right so the we're back around to it got it all right so in the would-be great games but they're ruined by one flaw that includes beautiful joe uh the demo specifically uh mass effect 1 dark souls uh gta 3 through gta san andreas uh we do have gta san andreas on its own wolfenstein 2 dead by daylight zelda breath of the wild mass effect uh, Mortal Kombat vs. DC. I think the previous Mass Effect is just Mass Effect in general. Uh, Anthem. Destiny. Killer is Dead. Gears Judgment. Splinter Cell Conviction. Resident Evil 5. L.A. Noir, Prototype. Force Unleashed 2. Twisted Metal for the PlayStation 3. Yes. Correct? Okay. Uh, Rage 2. Far Cry 2. Days Gone. Hitman Absolution. Darkest Dungeon. Metal Gear 5. Titanfall. Battlefront 2, Watch Dogs, Death Stranding, and Jedi Fallen Order. So, oh boy. Yeah, I know, of course, it's like we got Mass Effect on here twice. We've got uh, quite a bit in Grand Theft Auto. um, And I think everything else pretty much speaks for itself. You know, those are really kind of the duplicates. So let's, I think, in the interest of kind of clearing up some of the air with the duplicates, especially in the Grand Theft Auto part, let's talk through those first. So I put... I'm the one who put GTA 3 through San Andreas specifically for the cannot swim mechanic um, because like, well, no, San Andreas actually added in the swim ability, right? Was that the first one that had the swim part?
1: Yeah, you can swim because like Kyle was talking about, it helps with
0: that uh, stamina. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Staying fit. My apologies. All right. So I thought of San Andreas. Didn't you like
2: start to drown if you you didn't have enough stamina?
0: Uh, Yes, you would. Yeah, so they yeah. introduced that mechanic into uh San Andreas. Okay, so I updated the list to be GTA and Vice City. Uh GTA 3 and Vice City for that one because yeah, it's like it seems like the swimming mechanic is not that hard to adapt, especially even in a larger setting. It doesn't seem like it should be a bad thing and even San Andreas when the swimming part was introduced, um now that I'm actually thinking about it more, if you swam past that certain boundary before you unlocked an area, like you went from Los Santos to uh, Las Venturas, you would actually get a three or four star uh, wa- like wanted level, I think, right off the bat. Uh, just the same way I think you would in GTA 3 if you crossed the bridge too soon. Um, but... Yeah, it's like the swimming mechanic really killed it because, say, you know, this game is having you drive around and do all this. It, it As soon as you get into the water and, like, say you get out of a car, or say you accidentally fall into the water, you just drown right there. And I really hate that mechanic. I just, I, What are you I driving just, near the water for? Just anything in general. Mowing people down, running away from the cops, just trying to see how I can evade them, you know, in different ways. That's I all. think
1: this should be cut from the list because i don't know what what are you doing in the water like it i don't think it actually what are you stealing in the water that you're gonna be swimming around (laughs) thank you like it doesn't rip me from the immersion of gta where i've
2: never seen a guy go from bobbing in the ocean to stealing a watercraft
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay no that's okay no that's perfectly fine you know what we can uh we can get rid of that one no problem uh, what the fuck? It is. I mean, it is a dumb thing
1: that you can't swim in the water, but a lot of okay. games couldn't yet. At that All right. point, like I will say though, really the, that, the right? way
2: the way they approached it, um, there are times in like, especially Grand Theft Auto Three or Vice City, that if you get too close to the water, it's just like your shins get covered in water, and it's instant dead. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like that's what very the true. fuck?
0: <laughs> Like, yeah, there's, like, a certain level of hitbox that the game looks for with the water that, yeah, as soon as you get to a certain level, yeah, I think it just completely, like, knocks. Like, you actually do the drowning animation even if three-quarters of your body is still above water.
1: I had a dog that acted like that. I think think it's more hydrophobia. no! It's (laughs) more hydrophobia than anything.
0: (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Maybe the Rockstar folks were afraid of water. Uh, okay. So we at least eliminated that one, at least in regards to that. So, but we still have the two GTA San Andreas ones on here and they're both for different missions. So I put on the supply lines mission and Kyle added in here, the wrong side of tracks mission. So the supply lines mission to remind our listeners, of course, is the one where you have to, uh, perform a, uh, a demolition mission for David Cross's character in the, the San Francisco equivalent of whatever city it is in San Andreas. But, um, you have to fly around an RC plane, RC biplane, and drop TNT or little C4 charges onto these different vans and blow them up. But you have to do it in a stealth way. You also have a limited amount of fuel. Um, and on top of that, the controls sucked ass.
1: I'm glad you mentioned the controls because that's really the big thing.
0: It is. Of and why I-, I hated that mission so fucking much. Yeah, and for me to have fully 100%ed GTA San Andreas, I ended up actually doing this mission dead last because it frustrated me so much to try to get anything else done. I ended up going back around doing that mission last. I know there were a couple others after the fact anyway, but I had to wait till I was through everything else to be able to come back to this one.
2: Well, it's funny you say that because the wrong side of the tracks mission, um, I want to say, is part of the story. You actually have to do it to complete the story. And even you if you do it perfectly, that doesn't necessarily mean you can complete the mission.
0: Yeah, and that's that's right. Like you gotta stay within that hitbox or the that area of the train itself as it's like going through. And I think you're I think you just have to drive by the train, don't you? I mean, you're not riding well, the and, train.
2: And there's the whole mechanic of what's his name that's with you. Um, he's the one that's actually shooting at the train, and you can't shoot at the train. But um, if he hits or not is completely random. Mm -hmm. So you could be in the hitbox the entire time perfectly missing the other trains and whatnot. And you'll still fail the mission if he's not hitting.
1: I have a question for you guys. Go for it. Do either of you think these missions are bad enough that they ruin the game? (laughs) No. <laughs> then I think we had to cut up.
0: I think that's perfectly fine, actually. You know, I'm I, I remember I mean, the wrong side of the track, and do to... it's, is I it... guess, I guess, in the context of like what this topic is, is about a flaw. This isn't necessarily a flaw, and like you know, I'm looking at a lot of other things here on the list, anyway, too, is that they're more just like annoyances as related to the gameplay mechanics. But it's, like, the the missions themselves, too, I mean, you're going to have a level of difficulty in games anyway that the missions are going to, you're going to have stuff that's easy to do, you're going to have stuff that's not going to be too bad, and then you're going to have stuff that's beyond ridiculous, which both of these can be, especially, we've talked about this in the past, too, is how PlayStation 2 driving controls are, especially in, like, non-driving specific games like like right. you know not like a, a san like a not like a uh, um, a gran turismo or anything else that goes along that i'm talking games where the the primary thing is not to drive it's just part of the game so maybe they do both need to go
1: i, I was just curious if either of you thought that they were both so bad that it ruined san andreas for you they did not for me i was still fine playing San Andreas, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I know think
2: if... the uh, wrong side of the tracks mission almost well. They, I guess they kind of both did for me, but
1: they're shitty side missions, man. But yeah, they're just I, shitty in the missions. Overall grand yeah. Scheme, yeah, like in the overall grand scheme of San Andreas, how many missions are there? Like ninety. Like there's yeah, I shit, think that sounds well, about right. Like, it's like one mission that, or one to five missions. It's like yeah, right. But I don't know. But no, let's let's. I just, let's pull, I just I thought I'd ask that. I think that's yeah. A good we can go ahead and
0: can that. I think
2: there's worse things.
1: Yes, <laughs> I
0: agree. Yeah, there's definitely there's a lot some more real on this shit list. on this fucking list. All right, so those are gone. Uh, do we want to kind of round robin this to kind of do this? So okay, so we talked about several here and delete them. So Preston, you talk about one. Well, we still have the Mass Effect one for the multiples. Oh yeah, we've got the cover shooting and the elevators. Elevators oh, did man. not
1: ruin it for me. They were annoying, but that cover shooting is garbage.
2: And let, let's be real. The elevators, all they were doing is hiding the uh, load screens. Especially, exactly. That's true. I mean, they they got better in the later games, but you still that, had them.
1: You're, you're not wrong, Sherm. Like they're It's shitty. And the fact that you have to ride that elevator so many times to mm-hmm. get anywhere on that damn ship. I don't know why... Why does fucking Rex need to talk to me in the goddamn cargo bay? Why can't we just pick up the goddamn phone?
3: Yeah, I, like they,
0: I think they changed the majority of loading stuff anyway to not even being in elevators anymore after like Mass Effect 2 and 3. I think they put more emphasis on showing you loading screens that were animated i think like you actually saw more of like you know like if you're at the citadel you'd actually see ships kind of like flying in and out of the citadels um docking area and that they were a little bit more that way instead of having to you know rely on the elevator part
1: which were okay i actually kind of enjoyed those like it's it's not perfect like god of war might be doing where it's seamless or uncharted through the whole thing there are no cutscenes or load screens but it's still it's a little nicer than elevators
0: true very, very true. So, okay, so I, I've dumped that one off there because, yeah, that's right. It's just a it's a way to hide. It is annoying <laughs> as hell, though. Uh, okay. Well, let's talk about then?
1: that goddamn cover shooting, though. Yeah, so the cover that's shooting... That's some garbage, especially when <sighs> Gears was out pretty close to the same time.
0: Yeah, it really was, wasn't it? Like, I think part of the issue was compared to Gears, like, you were actually kind of stuck in one spot, and then as soon as you got into cover, you it took a lot to actually get out of cover didn't it it did like it was a weird
1: uh it was a weird like leaning cover system that you had to lean the analog stick It it just felt awkward and terrible they fixed a lot of it in two and three so i mean they obviously knew it was a problem but mm-hmm. if you know how like playstation 2 games feel when they try to do cover shooting and shit like it felt like that
0: Trying to recall and, a couple different games that are like that, though. Like, I, I at least PlayStation 2 wise. But um, something
1: know. like Max Payne felt like that. Oh, yeah. Um, like, if you try to remember, like, unless you were going into slow mo shooting with Max Payne. Okay. Um,. I don't know if it belongs on the list, but that really bugged the fuck out of me. I mean, I did still finish Mass Effect One, but it's by far my least favorite, and it's because of how it plays. I and think Kyle that... Kyle didn't even play Mass Effect, and I wonder if part of it is because he tried one and is like, "God, this cover shooting sucks ass." That Ironically, be...
2: I was I was looking on Steam. Uh, is that one on PC? I was
0: looking on Steam. It should be through Origin. Is it? I think so. Uh, it's through Steam, too. Oh, okay. Uh, I would pick that one up and definitely try it. You know, of course, with the newer tech going on now, things are loading up better behind the scenes. You get the elevator part. You can skip the cover shooting. I don't think they've really gone through and fixed since they've re-released it. Yeah, the no, first one's lot, like not...
1: five bucks, so.
0: Yeah, that's, that's I, about worth it. It's a great
1: story. Like mm-hmm. it, that, That's eventually what did keep me push pushing me through. Mass Effect is the narrative,
0: but. Yeah, because otherwise, if you didn't use the cover shooting and you just kept running in, you know, there's no guarantee that you're going to be successful in every firefight. No guarantee whatsoever. Even if you do get weapon upgrades and start changing out to stuff that is more powerful, you're not going to have that. So maybe we keep it on for now. And then as we go through and start eliminating stuff, maybe something might be comparable to it. Yeah, I'd hold it for now. Yeah. Kyle, talk about one here, dude. Uh, Resident Evil Five.
2: I don't. I don't I think would... that belongs here.
0: I'm you trying don't think to remember, so. I'm trying to remember the actual switch to action focus. Are you talking like if you're like walking down a corridor or something, and you've got zombies coming behind you or something, you could hit like one of the shoulder buttons to flip around faster or something to to actually focus on them. Okay, so.
1: The reason I – I, I kind of with Kyle, I don't think it belongs in the top ten. But the only reason I wanted to give it mention was – if you remember how what the biggest problem with six was for a lot of people was how not Resident Evil it is. It's See, and I think that was made far more so for six, especially when you I,
2: look at like um – what is it? Uh, Wes, Wesker's son and is it Ashley that's with him? yeah. Yeah, that and story I, I just agree. doesn't make. Well, that that story doesn't make sense. And then, uh, drunk christ is is basically Call of Duty.
1: I I agree. I actually think six is the worst offender, but I think five started it because five is so much more action than four was.
2: But uh, I, I, see, I I'm uh, I'm still with you. I wouldn't put it on here. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: So okay. we don't we don't have to have a long argument. I just wanted to give. It's quick mention, so yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Cut it.
0: Yep, right, one's gone now. Okay. Um, let's see here. God, some of these are actually pretty good here. Um, what about Force Unleashed Two? I mean, is is the game actually being mm. that short? That much of an actual flaw, or is it just more it f- like it fucking ma- ruins it, man? I mean, it's not like the it's not like a. I mean, if the flaw itself is actually that, it was too short it's just I don't know compared to some of these other things i'm just I'm i just was trying to think loving down. that
1: game I was having such a good time with dual lightsabers it was so pretty I was so into it and it two hours
2: it was incredibly short for a 60 dollar game for a 60 dollar w- game Ugh. I wouldn't have had nearly the problem with it if it would have been Thirty bucks. If it would have been thirty bucks, I would have been okay. Like it would have been a little short for thirty bucks, but I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have felt so burned.
3: It
1: it pisses you off, right? Like uh, I feel like I got taken for a ride, and they just bent me over and took me over a barrel. I don't. Ah. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. so Like I'm I, reading here. it was great from- too, wasn't it? Like, weren't you enjoying the hell out of it, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah so I'm reading this article bad. here, and uh, it
2: ends, and you're like, "Well, what the hell?"
1: Yeah, it's
2: well, so it's I'm
0: reading this like article dip, here from yeah. Eurogamer, and it says that Force Unleashed Two is about half as long as the original. Uh, so, you know, I mean, if the game itself, like the original game itself, was like five, or the original game was like fifteen to twenty hours or something, and this game only ran like between five to ten, depending on how it took, that's uh, that's kind of rough it's not even that whoever
1: put that is wrong it the first game is about eight to 12 hours yeah for standard t- i beat force unleashed because that was when gamestop used to let you check out games mm-hmm. and i beat it in an afternoon in two hours
0: Complete. so back and
1: i was like what the fuck
0: main story is five and a half hours completionist is 12 hours uh let me look at the original one that was for force unleashed 2
1: Oh, I don't I'm know, sick. man. It felt like two to three hours.
0: I mean, it very well could have been depending on the person. Yes, all right. So like the main story alone for Force Unleashed 2 again was five and a half hours. The main story for Force Unleashed was eight hours, but a completionist one where you 100%ed it was 16 and a half hours. So, you know, d- depending on what you did and what happened. Yeah, I guess I can see that being a problem in, in of itself. I guess the flaw of it being shorter than the other one it felt like you just busted through it too quick could i guess that could definitely stick around for right now
1: i i need to hold on to it for a little bit if you don't mind that one okay i'm not, I'm not quite ready to say goodbye to um all right i have what do you think about zelda we cut zelda
0: yeah the, Breath of the wild okay I,
1: I don't think it ruins zelda i hate that weapon durability it's a shit shit. mechanic it's a dumb fucking thing but yeah I guess where gone.
0: i'm I guess where I'm appreciative of like the durability anyway though is that while it forces you to kind of carry a whole bunch of weapons anyway or at least things you can use as weapons um it at least gets you rotating through a whole bunch of things where compared to previous Zelda games anyway you're you're usually stuck with you know the one sword that you have at the beginning and then you do add on weapons as you go whereas you're throwing into breath of the wild and it's like I can go from having this this stick and beat the shit out of a kobold as much as I want to. Or I can go and, you know, if you had the hearts for it, you know, go pull the master sword or you can go get something after taking down a, um, um, fuck, what are the century things called? Um, guardians. the ones that are, yeah, the guardians. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I think the weapon, I think the weapon durability is countered by the weapon variety and how many weapons you can actually get right off the bat. So I think that's kind of countered, and I think that's where I agree it should come off. It is frustrating, but I think it is countered by having at least, you know, being able to carry quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I wish there were more variety in the weapon abilities, though, and playstyle. Yeah, I could but
0: actually see that.
1: Either way, I still don't think it belongs on this. Okay. The, the game is still really, 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 really good. In spite of weapon durability. <laughs>
0: uh, oh let's see. Kyle, I think you're up Hmm What do you want to kill here? Ooh. LA Noir. Ooh, really? really?
2: Like the the choices are kind of meaningless. Um and I will give them this though. Uh, in later releases, they basically told you what the choices actually mean. Like, if, that... if you look up it's... videos, it'll say, you know, intimidate, uh, believe, or trust, or, or, you know, disbelief, or whatever, um, next to each of the choices. So it tells you what, what you would actually be doing as you're... Or how you would actually be responding, because I, I felt like some of the responses didn't match up with what you picked as an option. And I agree that, that made it make more sense. It still didn't really affect it all that much. I mean, you—it was still a game of you had to pick this this option or this option to get the interrogation right, and uh, eventually, you know, there it was programmed that there was a single bad guy for every mission or whatever, but. I overall it was a good game. Um I feel doesn't like it... if if anything ruined LA Noir, it was the lack of population in the world.
1: I agree that's also really bad. But... It
2: was a very beautiful world and there there was no one in it except for you basically.
1: It doesn't ruin it for you that there is no it takes you choice out of the game though. It. I, I think it does, and for an action-adventure game, a storytelling game like that, for it to rip me out of the immersion, and for all the talk and dialogue and interrogations, for them to be nothing, that really fucking bums me the fuck out about that game.
2: So maybe it, maybe L.A. Noir should stay on the list, but we should change it to the the Empty World.
1: Oh man, I really hate the choices thing, like... Like,
2: the choices, it it kind of sucked, but I mean, like, they did kind of fix it later on, but I don't. still, no, no, they, no. they never fixed the fact that the world is completely empty, and when you're driving around and everything, that literally, there is no reason for you to have that open world aspect, I felt like.
1: No, I, the- I think you're misunderstanding what I have a problem with on it. It's not that... I don't know what I'm choosing for an interrogation type or something like that. It's that it's not like heavy rain where there are multiple ways this story can play out. Yeah. No,
2: I know what you're saying because there, there's a singular option in any of the things if you want to get the interrogation, right. There's a single option,
1: uh, each. Yeah. yeah, And so they don't fix that. There's still only a single option. So they don't fix it. You can't fix it. That's a, that's a core gameplay choice that they made. Eh. That's, I, I feel
2: like, though, when what they did, though, to attempt to fix it, makes it a little bit easier to choose. Or at least easier to choose the right
1: option. Yeah, because they have to hold your hand, though. Like, because that's done so poorly, they have to go in and fix that.
3: Mm.
0: What do you think, Sherm? I... <laughs> I only played a small bit of of l a Noir, so it's tough for me to actually kind of put input here. I would think a bigger thing for me is probably the actual population of the world, especially given the fact that this was a complete, you know, um, split from the rest of the stuff Rockstar had been doing anyway with, with GTA. You would expect there to be a little bit more population, a little bit more oomph in that front from them Um you know, because obviously, had... of course, they've got a story to tell. So choices are only going to get you to a point anyway. Um, I would really think the population part of it's the bigger problem. What
1: do you mean it would only get you to a point? Heavy Rain had already come out. So I had already seen a game that would do this. Would do okay. exactly what I wanted. I, I had seen in press releases and stuff that they had told. They had already leaked. They had hinted at the idea that this is not a Grand Theft Auto game. This is not an open world. Go mayhem, go do whatever you want in LA as a cop. It's not that kind of game. Okay. And especially since it's so focused on the interrogation scenes, because like the, the animation capture technology they used for it was so impressive.
0: That is a big thing. I forgot about the capture that they did for it.
1: So so the the idea that that's really what the focus is of the game is that you're trying to make, you're trying to do these interrogations and be a cop and come Mm -hmm. to your own conclusions and the fact that none of it matters just ruins that fucking game for me. Like, imagine how perfect L.A. would be if there were multiple ways or multiple options or different ways you can get to the a different conclusion or if you had fucked up certain things
0: you feel that there should have been there's you no feel that there should have been more em- emphasis on the actual choose your own adventure that they really kind of put there in front of you but then as soon as you get to the end and realize it doesn't matter your choice okay now okay so again because i haven't played all the way through it and i haven't you know i've only done bits and pieces here i think your argument stands preston
2: okay well then how about this what about watch dogs cuz yeah that was a shitty thing to do but um, in all actuality if you have the pc version um the, the those uh, texture packs are still there for some reason they just didn't use them but I don't Ooh. think the uh, graphics ruined watchdogs
0: I think the problem though on the watchdogs front anyway is it's it leads into exactly what you just said is the fact that they were there. And those who play the game on PC are able to go and flip things around to use the graphics that were shown off for the game prior to launch. You don't get that luxury on console. You don't get the luxury to go over and flip anything in there unless you're hacking into your console and finding a way to make those changes. Yeah, but I mean, even,
2: even if you wanted to do it on the PC, you have to do some moving files around and installing um, outside resources in order to use those texture packs.
1: Remember how pissed people were though at Watch Dogs? Yes. Because they did that? Yeah, but I mean
2: other companies that have have pulled the same shit and they're not on the list for the same thing.
1: I, I didn't know of another company off the top of my head that um, I what about in that was. So what, what
2: about KillZone when they did the uh they they, Killzone too? E th- I remember that. Yeah, yeah right. That one was bad. The pre rendered video at E three.
1: Yeah, that was bad. I remember that now. And they uh, I didn't think about that that but... it
2: was uh actual in-game footage
0: yeah that was bad yeah so i guess you should have see... put that on the list <laughs> 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 i i think i think where watchdogs is at though you know i don't think it i don't think it ruined it because like you look at a lot of these games here and look at how many people actually played the games or even in the case of some of these still play these games um there's quite a few on here at least that you know aren't as that are nowhere near where this one is at with that bait and switch that's actually a good point because
1: i actually still enjoyed the hell out of watchdogs i didn't care about the graphics yeah bait and switch
0: because well because i think you'd fall into like the same vein with the graphics part anyway with like no man's sky because remember what they all promised there with the trailer and then as soon as it was delivered it was a clusterfuck and it took them what, four years to actually get everything sorted out, so that way it was at least almost the game they did promise day one. Yeah, so maybe it's the,
1: it didn't ruin the game, but it made them shoot themselves in the foot with the fan base.
0: Yeah, so at least when People didn't even Dogs, give it a chance. Yeah, so when the second Watch Dogs game came out, they realized, let's not fuck around with this again. Let's just give them what we're actually showing them, and I believe they did. Yeah, go ahead. Cut that. That's fine. Yeah, good argument, guys. Alright. Um... So I'm going to talk about this one here from my list and I'll let you guys kind of be the, the deciding point on this. Cause Preston, we talked about this before Kyle had signed on is the beautiful Joe demo for the PlayStation two. So let me, let me kind of break down exactly here. What happened to me? So it was a corrupted memory card on my PlayStation two. Uh, when I had my PS two, I had one of the original fat PlayStation twos. Um, I was a member of some, playstation club like i think it was actually an exclusive playstation like or a playstation or a sony specific club excuse me i'm jumbling my words here uh they would as a part of that club would send you a demo disc i think either once a month or once a quarter and in that demo disc it had beautiful joe it was either beautiful joe or beautiful joe 2 and I tried out all the other demos on that disc. Everything was just fine. Absolutely no problems whatsoever. I had never played Beautiful Joe before. Any of, like If it was the second one, I hadn't played the previous. If this was the original, it's like, okay. I was like, okay, cool. I'll put it up. So I get into it. I play it just fine. Everything's okay. Um, as soon as I get out of the game and I want to go load another game up from one of the other game discs I have, it's telling me to format my memory card. As an ignorant preteen I did it, and I lost all of my saves for. Uh, I lost my hundred percent for San Andreas. I lost my seventy five percent for GTA Five. I lost my Kingdom Hearts two save. I lost my ATV Off Road Fury two save. I lost my Guitar Hero save. I lost a lot of shit, and it turns out that that beautiful Joe demo uh, actually had a bug in it that Sony finally sent me a letter for like weeks later saying, do not play this game. It will corrupt your memory card. And the same goes for some of the early online forums at that point that said, yeah, it did the same to me. I'm pissed. There's nothing that can be done about it. So why I consider that great game ruined by one flaw is because beautiful. Joe is an actor turned superhero type game where it looks like it's kind of being filmed, like from behind the scenes like not necessarily behind the scenes, but, um, you know, you're seeing, like, some of the the stage setup in that, but you're actually having enemies that you're fighting, and it's one of those side-scroller, beat-em-up games where you go to a certain area, you fight, um, and then you're told you can move on to the next part in that, too, and it had some elements of, like, Power Rangers and Super Sentai in that, you know, at that time, which, you know, for me, is still a big thing, even to this day. So it's a game that I would have liked to get, but because the demo fucked me over so hard, I didn't pick up any Beautiful Joe game. Like, I was like, This is gonna be a neat game to try out, and it completely ruined me. And it turns out it's one of it's a very highly rated game. You know, a lot of people actually like the the core game that's out, but the demo screwed me over so much that it actually put me off from getting that game for fear of maybe it being something that was also baked into it too. (sighs) I got fucked hard by that
1: game. You did get fucked hard. The only reason I might cut it is because that's not a constant. Like And
2: actually, Beautiful Joe came out originally on the GameCube. Guess who didn't have that problem and actually owns Beautiful Joe?
1: <laughs> Kyle does.
0: Yeah, buddy. Good for you, you fucking asshole. <laughs> That's fine. I think it's just like as I sat there, cause like, again, as I was making the list, uh, at least my contributions to the list, I was like, like what was one flock? It's like it led me to not go get like to want to get the game. And the fact that I had to go back and start over all of the other saves I had on my PlayStation 2 to try to get back to where I was, it was a nightmare. So Yeah, that,
2: yeah. that's pretty I, shitty, I that. but that's I a think shitty. that's an encoding issue on the demo disc.
1: Yeah, and, and it, it just... It has nothing to do with the real game itself, the finished product. That's, that's a real bad fuck-up, though. It, I, and
0: it did fuck up a lot of people, though, because you think you think during the PlayStation 2 era and and Xbox era, there really weren't downloading games online. You know, your only ability to demo was getting a disc, whether it was packed into a magazine or it was mailed to you or you went and tried out one of the demo stations at at that time it was EB Games or uh, Target or Walmart or anything. That was the only way you were going to be able to try out a game before you bought it. So it's like you think if you want to be able to determine if this is a game you want to buy, that's a pretty good way to really... Fuck over some people. I feel so, so
1: old, Sherm. You just fucking brought up the idea of demo
0: discs discs. Dude, it's <laughs> oh like I actually I actually have I'll have to find it. Maybe I need to put it in a shadow box or something, but I have an old CD portfolio like carrying case thing. I think I have an old demo disc in it. I think don't don't hold me to it but if i do i might actually have to like shadow box it or something to put it up here it's not the beautiful joe one i'll confirm that as soon as i found out that was the problem i threw that disc out i think i have
2: all the original demo discs from
1: my uh, dreamcast magazines
3: i think Dude, the only one that's... i have is
1: a playstation one where they did like spider-man and some and barbie horse adventure i oh, played geez. the shit out of that demo <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right i pulled off the list i wanted to make mention of it because it was definitely a, a, that's a huge flaw i mean one that actually corrupts yeah. your system that's a pretty big one but it, it is an edge case because it, you had to have played the demo for that to happen at least that specific demo on that disc they never and update the
1: memory card like you would have had to do yeah. so a lot you had to do a few things it wasn't the norm that's the only right. reason i would cut it otherwise you're, that's such a shitty thing to happen i'm so sorry that happened to you <laughs> yeah because my hard drive corrupted on my PS4, and I lost a lot of 100% completion. I 100 percented Assassin's Creed Origins, which is like a 120-hour game. And I lost yes. all that data. And I'm like, fuck my life.
0: So, and, and see, geez. as a kid, of course, you think it's like you don't actually have much, you know, claim to fame other than, you know, being able to go and, and 100% stuff. And now, of course, at least it's easier that if your stuff is corrupted in the age of achievements and trophies and, and a lot of that tracking, it's like it's easy to show, okay, this is how far I actually got. So even if your stuff is corrupted, you at least know that it's like, yeah, I can show I've completed half of the game or I've got all the achievements done. You know, there's that leverage that we've had now. Fortunately, for a while, but yeah, back in that day, your whole claim to fame was you know being able to say it's like yeah, on this memory card is a one hundred percent save. Everything is done in this game.
1: I will cry for you, sure.
0: Ah, <sighs> thank you. Please is... do. I'm actually uh, probably but... like having some PTSD moments to when that happened too.
1: Let's cut my dead by daylight. It's it's my joke entry. Like everything's Everything. wrong
0: with that game. <laughs> <laughs> Yet you still play it.
1: There is no one flaw with that game, but for some reason <laughs> I play. Everything's wrong with that <clears> fucking <throat> game. <laughs> I was playing earlier with my niece and there's still a thing where you can you'll vault a window and the killer can still hit you like 5 feet beyond the window there's like no fucking way it should happen but it still does and killers use it to their advantage and my niece just starts screaming this guy's fucking hacking and I was like no it's a piece of shit game it's not the
0: killer you guys weren't playing together locally were you? were you guys playing uh, different locations? yeah yeah online if. Yeah, I was going to say, because if you were in different spots in that too, I mean, because, like, it can always be attributed to internet connection if that happens as well. Like, if there's just I'm, enough lag. It's the game. But, yeah. It, well, okay, fine. I, Blame the I, game. I
1: played enough of it to let you know it is It is the game. Everybody gets hit by it. Everybody, killers use it to their advantage on survivors that don't know what's going to happen. So, All right. it's, it's the game. It's bad in every way. There is no one flaw. The game is the flaw. <laughs> So let's take it off.
0: Alright. Alright, so that's gone. Uh Kyle, your turn to grab one here. Um
2: Splinter Cell. I did, that didn't really actually ruin the game for me. Like um, if anything, I felt like it changed the game. I wouldn't say it breathed new life into the game. That'd be the wrong thing to say, but it changed the game, but I, I felt like Conviction, I really enjoyed.
1: Yeah, I guess we can cut it. I, I found it extremely jarring how much of a difference it is. It, it doesn't feel like a Splinter Cell game to me, but uh, it does not ruin the game. It just doesn't feel like Splinter Cell is all. It's still a good game. But then like Blacklist, I think, gets so much better into the other direction, back to regular Splinter Cell. That's right. actually one of my favorites. But
0: Yeah, go ahead and cut that. All right. I'll delete it off of there for you guys. Uh Preston, it's up to you again, dude.
1: Uh go ahead and cut killer is dead. I'm the only one who's played it.
0: Okay. It
1: might there might be more wrong with that game than those those girl parts. They're
0: Okay. Very uh, rapey vibes.
1: But yeah, go ahead and cut that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All oh, right. It's just
1: nah, it's too much. Like you should watch That's videos fine. on it cuz it's just so bad.
0: Yeah, let's see. So I want to pull Metal Gear Solid 5 from this list because I don't necessarily consider it a flaw of the game. I consider it a flaw of the of the actual developers themselves, or more of a, of a flaw of um, uh, Konami more than anything, because they, you know, Kojima, of course, leading everything for Metal Gear and being really the visionary behind all of it. Them taking the sharp turn to make Metal Gear Solid Five and not only have you know, got rid of Kojima, where he ended up starting on Death Stranding. So I blame Konami for that one, too. But also, um, uh, who was it that they hired to play um, Snake? Wasn't it Kiefer Sutherland? Yeah, it was. It was. That was a big thing for me, because you're so used to the way Snake sounds. And the fact that David Hayter actually spoke up when they were talking about this. That it's like it was a big surprise to him that they even announced Kiefer Sutherland. He's like, I hadn't heard anything about being called in for voices and then I see this and it's like well I know I'm not doing any work now
1: I mean I could have written the end if that's really what you wanted me to write but the reason the end is so shitty is because Kojima left so I don't know how you want me to decide that
0: yeah so it's like for like Metal Gear Solid 5 like again I think it's more of I think the actual flaw itself would be the Konami and Kojima really like parting ways because I think Metal Gear Solid should have just stayed at four. I don't think we should have pushed anything past it. Because we had Metal Gear 5 and then we had Metal Gear Survive come out, I think, about the same time. And well, and you were... forget
2: about all the Metal Gear uh, Pachinko that came out in between.
0: Oh, hooray, yay! Look at me and my Pachinko machine sitting over here in the corner. No, fuck that! <laughs> Stupid fucking Konami. But it's Japan, that's how those arcades work uh that's what i'm just wondering it's like metal gear 5 was really more ruined it's not like a flaw in the game itself because we know that there's problems there anyway and we're talking like i think it was already ruined from the start knowing that like this split was going on and david Hader wasn't coming back so i'd say more like it's like metal gear solid 5 should be ranked as like konami's fault
1: doesn't it kind of make sense that david hater wouldn't be in it
0: I don't know because like what was the time period for five? Like, didn't it take place like just after three or something, or just before three?
1: It's uh, after three. It it's should the, have been it's then the because story of big boss. But doesn't that make sense though? That do you know the twist of five?
0: No, I don't. You can. It's been out long enough. So fill me oh, in.
1: Okay, it, you're not boss. That you're not playing big boss. You're playing in the beginning. There's uh, Kyle. Did you play it at all?
0: Uh,
2: a little bit. Uh, okay. so yeah, in the beginning, there's like a whole character customization. I think I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. And you're playing a character that you big boss met in the hospital in the opening and you guys just did a switch right there. And then the rest of the game is following that character, not big boss. It's, it's the dumbest fucking switch I've ever, it's the dumbest twist I've ever seen in a video game. It was terrible. Yeah, it was pretty bad.
0: Yeah. Um, Is this okay? So there was two Metal Gear Solid Five games. There was Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain. Which I guess specifically, which one are we looking at? Are we looking at Phantom Pain then?
1: Yeah, Phantom Pain. Ground Zeroes is just a demo of what Five was going to be.
0: Oh yeah. At least as a game.
1: Yeah. It it was sixty minutes long. Like it's 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 barely anything.
2: Well. If you wanted the quick ending it was 15 minutes long. They programmed some stupid amount of endings like I think there was like something like 12 different endings or some crap on that. I I'm probably exaggerating, but
1: but, but it's a demo, right? Like I mean that's what Ground Zero is. Yeah, Destiny I mean was. even the longest
2: yeah. ending it was only like 5 hours, but it was like a lot of waiting. Like literally you could have just left your console on and sit
1: yeah, I guess I'm kind of with Sherm, though. I guess, like, in the grand scheme of things ruining the game for me. God, it really ruins the fucking story. Ah, uh, If Kyle doesn't want to fight with me, then, yeah, you can cut it. I'll leave it okay. up to Kyle. Up to Kyle. We're cutting it? Kyle, good. Nice job. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, so then, all right. Uh, the I don't know who's next. One of you it guys. You, you pick. Just- pick
1: uh let's cut twisted metal
2: that's a really stupid sure? thing to do like that, that's wh- what a stupid thing to any do but a character it doesn't... in a car or any character mr in, Gr- any Mr Grimm car? can be
1: in sweet mr Grimm can be in sweet tooths car
0: oh yeah that's kind of it's it,
1: it's dumb but it doesn't really ruin what twisted metal is it's just a stupid thing
0: yeah it's just a well, mechanic what yeah. I was more curious about though really and Preston I don't remember if you answered this for me earlier or not about that version of twisted metal is that does if the character is using like a different character is using say sweet tooth car let's let's say i put mr Grimm on it like by some weird way i could actually have him driving axles two-wheeled vehicle um do they bring any bonuses with them that like the car will do this no. instead of this just because of who's driving it no the abilities
1: no. are tied to the car so you mr Grimm, would be using sweet Tooth's power
0: that's just that's just stupid. I don't even call it a flaw. That's just dumb. It's just dumb. Yeah. It, I'm going to cut it. I it, made the executive really decision. Really. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I do agree with Ge- Gears Judgment, though. Uh, Anthem is just a clusterfuck. Uh, Wait, we,
1: let's talk about Anthem real fast. I actually have a question. Do we think that even if they had fixed the story and mission structure, that that would have saved Anthem? I think it possibly could have. Like, I really enjoy the basic gameplay of Anthem. I think it plays really well. But I think the problem is that
0: EA EA was so desperate for a new IP coming off of, of Mass Effect and of course Andromeda, I think, dropped before Anthem did. And the premise of like what Anthem was kind of like promising felt like EA almost kind of took a weird page out of the No Man's Sky playbook and they delivered something that really didn't seem like it was what they were promising on day one. So if they go back and fix it like they're rumored to do, okay, sure, maybe everything might be just fine. Like they do a full on Anthem refresh and start that's,
3: that's what from square one. To do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it just, I, I think what I remember hearing is that the development team for Anthem was actually the story team in that from Mass Effect. And the people who went to go do Mass Effect Andromeda were those who are more inclined to develop multiplayer games it's like they it's like they traded houses when they shouldn't have that andromeda could have been much better if they retained the team that actually made anthem and that the team who made andromeda should have actually been working on anthem in the first place huh. but isn't yeah. anthem even isn't anthem supposed to be kind of like counter to destiny anyway
1: yeah basically they wanted to pay uh pay to play game or whatever, whatever we want to call those, those giant grind games, never ending mm-hmm. subscription games. Okay. That's what EA's all about, obviously. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if I don't know if that would have fixed it.
0: I don't know if there would have been enough to actually have done yeah. much anyway. I mean the the game itself, yeah, if you would yeah, call you it just one me. big flaw.
1: Yeah, the whole thing's a flaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you convinced me.
0: Okay. Just taking a look here.
1: Uh, can we cut days gone? Actually, I put it on here originally cause that really bugged the fuck out of me hiding the hordes at the end of the game, but I still had so much fun with that stupid ass game. So what, it,
0: what exactly happens there with the hiding hordes? Just talk to me about that a bit.
1: So the best part of the game are the hordes. You've seen the zombie hordes in that game, right? Like the, like mm-hmm. you'll have like oh, up to like 250, probably zombies chasing you at once. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and you'll run through like, uh, an abandoned lumber mill or something and you'll use the mill to your advantage, setting traps, hoarding, or um, hurting them into position to so that your bullets um, do more damage, or that you're using running them near barrels and stuff like that. Like it's the best part of the game; it's the most tactical part of it. It's the best looking; it's the most fun, and all of it's hidden at the end. There's only okay. like you'll you'll see you'll go like three hordes through the whole beginning part of the game. And then right before the last like three story two to three story missions, which are um, are extremely narrative focused, so it feels weird if you stop and go complete the rest of the open world and don't just do the next story mission. I hate when that happens in an open world game because it just feels so weird that you would mm-hmm. break up that narrative um, momentum that they have. So they but they don't open up the rest of those hordes until like the last three story missions. And that is a terrible thing to do in that game. But I still had fun, a lot of fun with the dumb parts of that game. So I don't know if you guys think that should stay or not. Mm. It is really dumb to put them at the end. Like, it, mm. they are by far the best part. I don't know why you wouldn't lead with that or put that in the first, like, hour to show what makes this game so special. And they don't. hmm
0: Okay, I I don't know exactly. I mean, if they could put, I mean, it sounds like the way you're talking about it is that they completely flipped it from what they like the way you were actually like set up to to encounter and go against these hordes. That at the end of the game itself, it seems like they did flip at 180 on you. Is that a, really about the best way to sum it up?
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: It I was would, much I would... more stealth than I was expecting. It was a lot more survival mechanics than I was expecting. I was expecting a zombie game and I didn't really get that for the most part.
0: Then I would say it should probably stay. I would consider that a flaw because you get to you're you're expecting the game to outcome, you know, to to this point here and, and yeah, it does a 180 on you that it's like, I'm supposed to be setting up traps. I'm supposed to be it's supposed to be a bullet hell to a point, you know, taking down zombies and, and fighting off these hordes. This is not what I did at all through the rest of the game. And now I have to completely shift my tactics. You know, and if there's no valid reason for them doing that you know there, there's, there's no there real isn't. reason for them to do such then i would consider it a flaw and i think it should stay
1: okay yeah there is no reason they had to do it so uh then i would like to nominate rage 2 instead
0: the that fact that there's, yeah.
1: there's like no story to it no it's, story at it, all okay it's, it's nothing it's stupid but that's not why i played rage 2 rage 2's gameplay was actually i thought really fun and that's why i played it that's what pushed me through the whole game. But if that part of it's right, then I don't think the game is ruined by it.
0: Okay. But okay, kind I of, don't know. Did you play Rage 2, Kyle? This is no, one I did not get around I to. Didn't, okay. I didn't
2: play it, unfortunately.
0: Okay.
1: I'm the
2: only one. All right.
0: It.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In the world.
2: Yeah, it was I probably read. more like fortunately, so I I don't know.
0: Maybe with just that point of it there, too. Uh. God, All right.
1: I think it would have been really, really good, though, if they had a story to go along with it. Did it's they have one in so... the first, Rage? Yeah, but it also was not good.
0: Oh, oh okay. then. You but know the what? gunplay
1: I... is so much better in this one.
0: Then if we want to talk about stories, then, too, circling around, then you have Titanfall here at the bottom that says, if it had a story. Oh, uh, God. That they didn't game develop the a story till the second run, right? Yeah.
1: I think Titanfall has to be on here.
0: Well, that was because the first Titanfall game wasn't a, like, specifically story-driven. I thought the whole focus of the first Titanfall was that it was just really multiplayer battles, and that was it, just in Titans.
1: I know, but could you imagine how the game would have been perfect if there was a story mode?
0: Just in story, okay, yeah.
1: Isn't that why Titanfall 2 is so fucking amazing?
0: I won't argue. I won't argue with you. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily a flaw. I mean, I, I think what they did, where, they're for, where we're fortunate at least, is that they did create a story in Titanfall 2, and then now we've got Apex Legends, which is in this same universe. So we've got a lot of things that are building up. So if a Titanfall 3 does, for lack of a better word here, drop, um, maybe we'll actually see a, a much more fleshed-out story than what 2 did and what 1 couldn't do.
1: You don't think it's a flaw not to add a story when these are the guys who did the infin- these were the Infinity Ward guys who were so good at first person shooter stories. If you think about like the first two Modern Warfare's, th- those were great stories.
2: I feel mm-hmm. like Titanfall has to be on here. Like it was. Like, I, it, oh. Don't get me wrong. It the first one was great, and I owned it. I bought it on release, and I still love it. Um, I am with you. It it is infuriating that it didn't have a story, and the story for number two was fantastic so there was no reason they you know they they shouldn't have put a story in so
1: just give me something yeah i feel like, like it didn't it, has it didn't to have to be amazing but it would have made the game possibly game of the year yeah material in that year and it just wasn't because it didn't have any kind of story to go with it cuz that was the same year as advanced warfare wasn't it um, was it advanced that came out that year
0: no Might i don't have think been. it was there was there was modern warfare 1 2 and 3 there maybe was, it was then it was there was black ops 1 that came out then you had i think two black ops 2 and then advanced warfare came out no ghost and then there was like no ghost, ghost came out yeah.
1: before ghost came out right before advanced warfare and then advanced warfare was the year after that
0: and then there was call of duty infinite warfare which dropped in but ghost was the first year the systems
1: came out so that would have been 2013 mm mm-hmm. mhm so, Infinite yeah. Warfare would have been twenty, or Advanced Warfare would have been twenty fourteen. I think that was Titanfall.
0: Yeah, and the original Titanfall dropped in uh twenty fourteen, so it dropped ju- the year or about six or seven months after the drop yeah. of the new consoles.
1: Yeah, so that would have been Advanced Warfare, and think about how good Advanced Warfare's story was. It, I I don't care for its multiplayer, but Advanced Warfare had a really cool story. I don't know. Sherm. I really think that one's got to be here.
0: Yeah. I think we, now that we've talked about it, and even like, I think Kyle said, I think Kyle agreed actually with that too, is that I think maybe it should stay then. So let's okay. keep that one here because yeah, they really did show in Titanfall two and apex legends that they can make a story. It is just a shame. They didn't actually take the time to do it, especially with, like you said, former infinity ward who became respawn. Yeah. So I I'm a hundred percent with you there. Let's keep it there for now. Uh then, if that's the case, we're going to keep that. Um, I'm looking Should some we cut Destiny here? Destiny,
1: I hate that grind, but a lot of people like it. It's still a really popular game. Like it,
0: yeah. Ever, Every trying to copy popular. It. Yeah, well, like I got Destiny Two for free when they were giving it out through battle.net, so I have it there. But the problem I have with it is. Um, is just that, is that, like, we got, I think I got up to, like, level 15 or 16 in that game, and I finally just got done with it because my kid and I got it at the same time. He wanted to continue playing on through it because he was enjoying it, but the grind just felt like too much for me. And it maybe, is, it's an, it's... maybe it's an age difference for me, though, too, because I think, you know, back in the day playing multiplayer games, like, um, you know, when I was his age, you're thinking, like, the first Modern Warfare, you're talking... um Halo 2, Halo 3, and that, of course, the grind, I guess, made sense, you know, but as you get to be older, it's like the grind just, it's such a, it it literally is a grind, and it's just, it's frustrating. I don't like it. It's harder and harder to do.
1: Mm. Kyle actually said something just a second ago that kind of makes me want to. It's so unnecessary. There was no reason it has to be this grindy.
0: Do we think maybe that part of it could be the fault of Activision, that they really kind of drove a lot of that because remember Activision is very cyclical in the sense that they want numbered games to continue to come out. And that's why destiny two existed. We would have just had straight up destiny with constant updates to it with the new DLC and expansions and so on. But then destiny two came out and kind of like threw a wrench and, and Bungie's plans. Now Bungie is both publishing uh, and developing the game in house and um, you know, and now things might change. So, I wonder if a lot of that could be on Activision's side, too. I don't, I don't know. I like the to blame...
1: flaws. I don't know. I don't care who is the, who's to
0: blame for the flaw. It's in there. Yeah. No wrong. No wrong. I like oh, to blame the companies.
1: Fuck, hmm. man. The rest of these I just fucking hate about this game. Actually, except for Prototype. I I would cut Prototype.
0: Okay. So we're so we're thinking keeping destiny on here and cutting prototype then Kyle, I don't know do I, don't,
1: I don't know what Kyle's thinking about destiny
0: I'd like to hear his thought um, if he's still alive
1: I don't know I I think we could cut prototype
2: I don't think it belongs on here
1: yeah like it it's a damn shame I wish there was I wish those powers meant something but you ended up just using one ability yeah I know, throughout but the game, I, just for cl- crowd I think control. Part but... of
2: the part of the whole aspect of the game is the fact that you're supposed to feel like you're you're super strong, like no one can touch you.
3: Yeah, and prototype I think was made
0: by the same company who made Infamous, is it? No, no,
1: it came just out, came out the it's same a time. Well. Yeah,
0: I think that's and... where the flaw is. At least with Prototype, is that Infamous actually did what Prototype couldn't do?
1: Yeah, so much better yeah I mean oh. okay. there's no story in prototype too. there's actually quite a bit wrong with prototype maybe it's not just one flaw it's a dead by daylight <laughs>
0: <laughs> god damn it uh, okay um, I'm going to leave this one with you Preston to kind of help like, talk on and, and Kyle you can offer of course some insight to this too because I know you've pushed farther ahead than I have Um, My last one I have here on my list was Dark Souls and the enemy auto-tracking. That, I I mean, you guys have played, like, Preston, I'm not going to argue with how much you've played. And Kyle, you're definitely much farther in the first Dark Souls than I am. But it feels like the auto-tracking is just a nightmare, and it just doesn't make sense in the grand scheme of, of... trying to take down an enemy. I mean, it's like you roll out of the way. It's like, oh, cool, I dodged your attack. And somehow, even a lower level enemy who jumps and lunges at you is still able to turn and land a shot at you. Like, it's not that they land and turn. They're flying through the air and turning and landing and hitting you. That's, no, that's not how shit works. That's not how it's supposed to happen. And I consider that a flaw on my part. You know, I just, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm in the wrong. Maybe that's part of the charm of Dark Souls that that's the way the enemies actually handle. So that's why it's like, Preston, I want to hear from you and Kyle, you as well, you know, and what you guys think.
1: Your last sentence actually would be my counter argument. It's part of Dark Souls. It's part of the charm. Yeah.
0: If, if if it was so
1: easy to dodge, the game would be easy. The point is that... And to be honest, I've, I've watched some of your things. You're not dodging at the right time. There is a proper time to dodge there is like sometimes you'll just be spamming dodge and you'll get hit by it like it sucks but sometimes it's not an auto tracking thing sometimes it i think more of the time it's user error
2: on okay well cells. then i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna fix this really quick then
2: yeah i'll I'll back that <laughs> one too because i mean
1: <laughs> you typed in sherm is the flaw <laughs>
0: yeah i put my own name down on the list there i'm the flaw <laughs> yeah well, oh, no,
3: oh, yeah.
2: it, it really does come down to the the timing on the dodges cuz like even where I'm at like there are times I I am trying to dodge, trying to dodge and like especially if I'm trying to dodge and stay inside an enemy's hitbox. I'm I'm like mm-hmm. most of the time I'm getting hit when I'm doing the the roll into them, cuz that that's what Preston and Dan have always said. It's just roll into him. And yeah, that does work, but you have to have the timing down because when you, you when you get it and they miss you, you're like, Oh,
1: Oh, you it just know? opens them up so badly for counter. Yeah, yeah. And
2: really and truly like the first few times it happens that you, they, you roll into them and they completely miss you and it leaves them completely open. You almost don't know what to do. You're like, Oh, I should be attacking right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because
2: okay. it, it's it, just so baffling. Uh, but, it really yeah, is when, part once of the you charm. Hit it, you start hitting it more often, and then it makes more sense.
1: Yeah, like I, I know it sucks, Sherm. Because I got it. I feel so bad for you because it's not even bad in Dark Souls One. Like, wait till you get to like Bloodborne and Sekiro. Talk about auto tracking for fucking enemies. Good fucking luck.
0: Oh, and <laughs> I, I wa- I've watched a, like I watched the Game Grumps play through Bloodborne. You know, and I saw how that one goes, and yeah, I, I, I understand. So, okay, so the flaw is me, okay? Maybe that should be the number one on the list, then, is that I'm the the true flaw.
1: I mean, that's the point of the games, though, is is the player good enough to take on the challenge? Do they want to uh, bang their head against this wall? It's fair enough. I, I, I don't think it's a fundamental flaw in the game. I actually think it's a good thing,
0: actually. Okay if if it meets the if it meets the criteria of course of being like the charm of the game to offer the difficulty and offer the approach of like okay i know i can dodge i can i know i can get past this auto tracking i just need to take a different approach every single time i'm fighting a different enemy i should be fine but you know i'm i'm impatient damn it so, I, I i know i've seen you play you are very impatient i'm very impatient but yeah i've dropped it <laughs> you off you go the,
1: in uh... balls deep on those fucking enemies and i'm like oh my <laughs>
0: Oh, so okay. It's off the list. when do you guys talk? I'm what are we down to? One, two, three, four, 15. Five, six, seven, eight,
1: 15. Okay. Um, do you want to switch it around? See if there's any ones we think need to be here.
0: Yeah, let's go ahead and start getting to that because we've narrowed. I think we've taken down probably about half yeah. the list now. So, yeah, well, I'm, gonna I, s- I've
2: already said that Titanfall belongs on here, but I'm going to go ahead and throw in and say Battlefront Two belongs on here too. I agree. Even though that it, they fixed it, that it. It ruined it it for so many people, and they'll never go back to it to try it again.
0: And, Kyle, we talked about that in the news, too, because of the new Star Wars Squadrons game that's coming out, is that the only way that game is going to truly be successful is if they learned their lesson from the Battlefront 2 microtransactions. Because I don't want to start that game up, and the first day someone's, you know, if there's the possibility of, like, buying upgrades for ships in that, too, or something, you know, I don't want somebody to have the Millennium Falcon while I'm flying around in an A-Wing fighter, and I get, like, fucked hard or something like that. Or, you know, someone's flying around in Vader's TIE Fighter, and that's not an unlock you get for several months. I don't want that. So I think, yeah, that's definitely got to stay. Uh, Death Stranding, I think, also needs to stay, too. Really? I, I don't know. I think I think we could debate that one. I okay, agree. Well, I think that was up mark. for debate, too. All right, as I'll much as I hate Death de- Stranding, uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, Mass Effect cover shooting, I think we had a consensus on. Pretty bad.
2: I think so. I think so. Okay.
0: All right. I'll leave that there. Uh, Destiny, the grind we did. Um... That's up for debate. I I don't know if that's... Okay. Perfectly fine. That could Uh, be on there. That may not be. Okay. Let's see. Um, Force Unleashed 2. I'm trying to look at the ones we've actually talked about. Yeah, Force Unleashed. I might cut that. that. I might cut that. Really? Yeah, at this point...
2: I don't know.
1: See, okay, so Kyle might still want. Okay, so I'll hold on to that.
0: Got it. All right. Uh, Days gone. I think we agreed on that one being, um, being a flaw, of course, because they really changed around everything on you there at the very end without any real reason to do so. Yeah, really uh, found we. Let's see. We haven't talked. Wolfenstein: Mortal Kombat versus DC. Uh, we haven't talked Gears Judgment, Far Cry Two, Hitman, Darkest Dungeon, or Jedi Fallen Order yet. I think okay. everything highlighted here in white, the... or except.
1: Sorry, go ahead. Yeah,
0: I think LA War. I du think Ar... we
1: can
2: cut Far Cry Two personally.
1: Really, that fucking malaria mechanic is the worst. It what what happened there?
2: It's annoying, but it... I don't it's think it's
1: the worst. Extremely annoying. So, Far Cry Two actually plays a lot like Far Cry Three does, where it's an open world skyrim with guns but there is a malaria there there's a malaria mechanic where you'll get bit by mosquitoes and you have to basically manage the disease of the disease of malaria throughout the fucking game yeah you can cure it but you're gonna get it right back as soon as you fucking go out there so it is a shitty ass mechanic honestly you have I to think... work around the whole fucking game
2: yeah but uh, i don't think that was nearly as shitty as the fact that um they didn't quite have the open world down as well as they did in three so in two you could go through a checkpoint and like destroy the fuck out of it and you could literally round the corner and then come back and be gone for less than a minute and a half and everything would have respawned at least they kind of fixed that in three um i think that's a worse mechanic than
1: the malaria
2: thing
3: Really? You
1: don't think that malaria is just the fucking worst? Oh, no.
2: Man. I, I think it added like it it was supposed to be an added shit mechanic to the game.
1: Yeah, but why would you do that? That's like adding survival mechanics into games. Exactly.
2: Like, exactly.
1: Okay, well, aren't those shitty? Does anyone actually like survival mechanics when they put them in a game? That's why Fallout they don't it's considered a hardcore well, mode because it fucking like sucks to deal with that keep, shit.
2: Keep asking for survival mechanics in games even as much as they bitch about them and then they yeah. complain when then they're not there. So
0: like look at how many games in the last let's say 5 to 10 years have marketed themselves as like survival, build themselves, adventure type things and I know Preston you want to decry Minecraft and that that's kind of where a lot of these things start it at, at least on the survival side, because then you started seeing a lot of expansion into things where it's like, you know, Rust is an example of a game. Um, uh, Subnautica is one of those too, you know, and then you had a lot of these indie titles on Kickstar- or, uh, Kickstarter and Indiegogo that all were like survival, survival, horror, build, craft, um, like do all this stupid shit type things. It's, it's kind of been a curse anyway, and I know Far Cry 2 is probably... It's it's probably a bit older than Minecraft, but I'm just saying is that a lot of people clamor for that survival part. Like, give me a little bit of an additional challenge to push through everything and to kind of survive through this.
1: But not in a Far Cry game. That'd be like adding it to a Gears game. Like, there's certain games that don't lend themselves to that mechanic. Far Cry 1 had nothing like that. Like, Far Cry is a shooter. There is no reason to put a fucking survival mechanic in there. If the, if the original Far Cry was advertised as something like that or shown off as a survival game, like even Fallout, to a degree, is. Like, that's the kind of game it is. Far Cry is not like that. Mm. But maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it's just a mechanic I fucking despise. I think so. Yeah, go ahead. If you guys think it's just me hating survival mechanics. Yeah, that's fine okay i
0: will drop it off of here then okay i do hate survival mechanics you're not wrong mm, true that's why i haven't played minecraft yet
1: they're fucking dumb man i hate them
0: <laughs> uh what about jedi fallen orders the un, the platforming sections in that were actually jumping around in that i know it, it like kyle's note here i think this is yours right kyle the that you no, actually that me. labeled it as uncharted
1: no, that was me. No, like, that, that oh, was the... yeah. Oh, have you had? Okay. Have you had? Have you had a sequence like that yet? Like where you're sliding down like a a hill or something, and you have to jump on a rope.
2: Um. Yeah. Yeah, I have actually.
1: Yeah. Okay. Have you not found it like really shitty controls on those sequences? Um, specifically in the sliding parts, maybe uh... right.
2: No, yeah, in the jumping parts too. Actually, like because it doesn't feel it, like it, it, should it should be a lot. Feel like you have control of yourself when you're sliding. Yep. Like exactly, it, like you almost have to be holding forward regardless. Because if you hold back, it doesn't help. And then if you're if you're moving side to side and you're not holding forward, it doesn't seem to help.
1: Yeah. Um, you, it...
3: And then If you're gonna if
1: jump you... over a ledge like that, as soon as you get to the ledge, it should almost auto lock onto the rope. Like it's yeah, supposed to well, be a timing and that thing, was not the other me thing lining myself up. Is
2: when you jump, your jump has to be executed in such a perfect manner because if it's too late or too soon, you always shortfall the rope. It's really weird. Like you would think, even if you jumped a little late, you would like almost overshoot the rope, but no, it's always a shortfall. Yeah. I don't know, Sherm. Sure. Like, I don't think it ruins the game, though. I think you could take it off, but I do think it's worth mentioning because, yeah, it's it's obnoxious, but um, I okay. don't know. It doesn't take me out, out of the game that much.
1: Okay. Yeah, go ahead and cut it then. Okay. I, I'm kind of with Kyle right there. Like it, it bugs the hell out of me, but I still enjoy the game quite a bit. Okay.
0: So that's 13 on the list then still and four at least decided on.
1: Oh, Wolfenstein. I think Wolfenstein 2 would have been game of the year if the gameplay had held up its end of it. And the biggest problem with the gameplay is you will get shot and you don't know where you're getting shot from. And you don't even know you're being shot until you have 10 health left.
0: So you don't actually see any sort of like shaking of the camera when you get shot. You don't have any bar up that shows you, like, you know, this is the area it's coming from? Nope.
1: It has no directionals. You have no idea you've just been hit by a bullet. You just have to be watching the numbers on your health go down until like, but it's really hard to do in a shooter when you're trying to focus on fucking 30 enemies in a room blasting you with guns.
0: I think that one gets a fair pass. I think that one has to stay.
1: And there's so much great about Wolfenstein too, that that just bugs the hell out of me Mm -hmm. and it ruined it for me. So I think that has to be on there.
0: I think so too. That's, That's a pretty big deal in any shooter game. And I don't think I've seen a shooter game in a long time do anything like that. So it was I mean, Kyle, you're, Kyle, you're the you're the third man here. What do you think? Just based on that argument.
3: Mm. Wouldn't yeah, that I ruin a shooter stayed. for you? Yeah. yeah. Like,
1: MK versus DC, what do you guys think? Do you think the taking away of fatalities?
2: No, I don't think so. I mean it's it's that they're well, no, maybe it's it, MK. It be- yeah, well, it's no, simple? here's the thing. I well, was going to say it's a superhero thing, but it's DC. DC mm-hmm. has always been on the darker side of things, so for them to remove the fatalities is freaking retarded.
1: It's, it's what makes Mortal Kombat special, is yeah. fatalities. To take it away is fucking retarded. That'd be like taking away projectiles and combos in Street Fighter. Like, what the hell are you doing? Or Link Attacks in Marvel vs. Capcom. Like, what the mm-hmm. hell? Or weapons in Soul Calibur. Like, why would you do that?
0: When did Mortal Kombat versus DC come out? That was that had to be like six or seven years ago.
1: That was right before Mortal Kombat Nine, so two thousand seven or eight.
0: Wow, really? That or in far 2009?
1: back? Maybe two thousand nine, two thousand eight or nine, I think, because Mortal Kombat was in two thousand ten. Wow. No, Mortal okay. Kombat was two thousand eleven. So I guess it could have been two thousand nine or ten then somewhere around that area. But it was a really great game though. Cause they had, that was the first one where they switched back to 2d. Remember Kyle? And it was like, Oh, yeah. this is, this is fucking sweet. And it was cool to have the Batman and Joker and those guys fighting Scorpion. Like, it was like, this is a weird crossover, but it's kind of working. I don't know. But to take away a game's signature is such a great flaw. How, how did gears ruin the premise To have the opening, like, to see how it all went down, and it ends up just being a fucking Baird story of nothing?
2: Well, it wasn't supposed to be a mainline game. It was supposed to elaborate on the fact that no one really likes Baird, and he's supposed to be in trouble. And it was supposed to be more of an arcade-style game. Keep that in mind.
1: What do you mean arcade-style?
2: Like, well well think about the mechanics of it like even when you go into each open area there's always that um cog tag that you can do to uh increase the difficulty or whatever uh it it was supposed to and uh every time you kill enemies it's it's point based it's like horde mode but as a story
1: well i i i have no problem with any of that stuff that stuff's all fine i had no it's not my favorite but i don't think that would have ruined the game but it's like And I don't even remember what they did with Halo Reach Done by another team entirely. I think it is done by another team. But like, remember like how good Halo Reach was because they told such a epic story of the fall of Reach. Like we all know the story of Reach, but it was done so well that that game was awesome. I felt like this was such a missed opportunity by the same thing for Gears to see how it all started for it just to regress into a stupid side story of Baird that has almost no impact. On the overall lore of Gears of War, but that's why I, I had it. I... I don't know. What do you think, Sherm?
0: Yeah, so that's what I'm trying to like really think on. Is like I didn't really enjoy Judgment at all compared to the other three, and this felt like some sort of like filler for Epic Games prior to the coalition existing in Microsoft's domain. Um, you know, it's like they had some sort of contract to to provide x amount of games over this amount of time and it's like this was the last one they needed to do or something just to fulfill that contract so epic could say I'm we're done we're done with this so it makes me feel like there was just like kind of half effort to get this done just reusing the assets from i think this was post gears 3 wasn't it yeah it was yeah so then my guess is that it was just it's like okay we've got the assets we can do this um let's just let's just get it done just to make things Just to make things easier.
2: I don't know. I guess I just I didn't have as many issues with it that that you guys had.
0: Yeah, I just didn't enjoy it.
1: I didn't either. And a lot of it is because I feel I see a lot of wasted potential in that game. I I think it would have been such a cool story they could have told. And it's just such shit, but maybe not top 10 shit.
2: Yeah, yeah see, like and even that's this... kind of where I'm at. Does it really? Does that that one thing really compare to the rest of the list? I mean, look at some yeah. of the things we already have on there.
0: Yeah, go ahead and cut it.
1: I'm well,
2: okay it's interesting
0: here. Like, I'll I'll mention this now, even if we do cut it. I'll just say here is that even like the whole the community as a whole even saw this as a problem because the notes here is that in the first month gears. um What was it? Gears Judgment sold 425,000 copies and Gears 3 in its first month sold 2 million. And I mean, if you're talking about a continuation of a series and such though too, you know, or at least adding on to it, you'd figure that this one would actually sell really well. But everybody seemed to um, take off the rose-colored glasses and realize it's like, oh, nope, sorry. Good try.
1: I'm kind of with Kyle, though. I guess it, it doesn't really get to top 10. I think it was actually right about where I would have had it, like number 13 or something. It's like, God, that really pissed me off.
0: Yeah. Speaking of number 13, we're at 12 now. So we've got, uh, let's see. Did, did we actually really even have a decision on mortal Kombat versus DC? I think that should be there. I think so too. Okay. Uh, let's LA noir. Where are we sitting on that one with, with Let, this? let's we got- take
2: a pass on that. Cause we were discussing that at, uh, let's drop down to the Hitman and Darkest Dungeon, and we'll we'll kay. circle back.
0: Okay, mm. start on Hitman, guys. This is, what about is this Mortal one? Mortal Kombat
1: man, like Hitman, is an open-world sandbox game, and to drop, to make it a linear mission game, it goes completely against what Hitman is. And to do that think, ruins the game the because the game in looks in so good. In the
2: teeth was the fact that they were like, "Oh, there's a new Hitman game out. Absolution's gonna be amazing. Pre-order, get this bonus level." And you play the bonus level, and you're like, "Yeah, that'd be a cool little like thing that they could add into the game." And then you realize that that's kind of how most of the levels of the game are.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. The bonus level was the sniper mission thing. That, yeah, but that's... I mean, as
2: far as like you know, there's one way to complete it. You know. I mean you oh, can do oh. multiple things but uh, really and truly it's you know as far as it goes it's point a to point b type thing even though you're in one spot it, yeah. it I mean you assassinate the guys
1: that's it It is yeah and that's and that's kind of how the entire game played out Yeah he's not wrong like mm, I don't know sure and it because I mean, it looks so much better than the other hitman you're like wow that's a real step up And the gunplay was much better. It actually turned into a cover shooter if you wanted to play guns blazing. That felt Mm -hmm. good. But to take away the open choice of Hitman is a damning decision. It's a damning flaw.
2: Well, and especially, um, Travis, you and I were talking about Hitman and how, you know, they always have like the wacky things, but when you to get the wacky things, you really have to go and explore and do everything you have to you do. You have to figure everything out in the open world in order to be able to get these really, really goofy endings or goofy things to happen in each level. So, you, okay. Yeah. You, I think you that really has to have stay. to have a full
0: understanding of the game.
1: Yeah. Kyle's t- Kyle's helping me talk myself into it. I that's got to stay.
0: Okay. No, I think I think that's definitely a good argument and that's why it's like with the way the trailer looked for Hitman Three, uh, with the with the PS five stuff this week, it made me wonder too, like the way it was being presented makes me think it almost looks like it's gonna be a linear game. So hopefully, it will not. Hitman they've 3 they learned be a their problem. lesson.
1: They know they're making money this way. They, it won't be.
0: Good. Okay. So they, they learned where their this, lesson. All right, uh, so what this leaves us out on our list is we got three, four, five, we got seven decided on three unsures and two to talk about
1: i think we should cut darkest Dungeon.
2: i was about to say tell tell me why you think the the difficulty spike ruins it
1: I, I think it can for some but i actually think it falls into dark souls argument of it's part of the charm of the game see and that's like, what i was gonna say like yeah.
2: I've, i haven't played that one i've only watched videos and stuff of people play it but
1: the, the difficulty spike helps with like the anxiety you're going to feel of, like, oh my god, nothing's going right. I don't know how we're possibly going to hold on through this dungeon. But they Kinda, wanted it, you to feel that way. Yeah, they they exactly. It's part of the game. It's part of the feel of the game. So actually, I, I almost think it's a positive. I, I shouldn't have put that on there. Yeah. Cut it. This should have been one of the first ones gone, actually. Okay, so we haven't actually talked Death Stranding.
0: Okay mm.
1: you don't see that as a bad thing, Kyle turning it into nothing but a delivery game? Well, I think that would have been cool now. as an aspect but not the whole game the whole the whole premise
2: of the game is trying to connect people back together and okay. the the thing is you're doing it be um, you're doing it by being a delivery man so I mean Couldn- that, that's pretty much the premise of the game.
1: Couldn't you do that, though, by still still adding combat in it? It's not like the whole game has to be nothing but deliveries. There could have been well, that same combat. kind of thing where people it, are leaving. It sucks,
2: but there's combat.
1: We've already talked about like There's barely any combat. To say yeah. there's combat in Death Stranding is ridiculous. But like to say there, you could have done the same thing of connecting with people by like them leaving resources, or the same way Dark Souls does where you're leaving tips about combat encounters you're about to have. There's ways you could have done that and not make the whole game a delivery game. Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean like think about how
1: don't you think the game would be so much better if it had much more combat. Let's just say like if, if it was even combat focused. Wouldn't that make the game more interesting?
0: I feel like part of the issue, especially with Kojima, is that he's always gotta make something like overly artistic and, of course, always has to really push the levels of realism and things, and I think he definitely did that with this. I mean, because you imagine like, we, we've talked about this many times previously since Death Stranding came out, about how difficult it is to walk up the side of a hill, especially, like, you know, if you don't have the load balanced right, or you're not pushing yourself over to the left or right the proper way, you're going to collapse, you're going to lose gear in that too. And that ties into the delivery thing anyway. It just, that that's really part of it too, is that the, the whole delivery system anyway seems to be flawed and lends itself to the fact that, you know, if you continue to fall, you continue to not be able to get this just right. You're not going to want to play the game anymore. You're going to want to just push it aside and just watch um, Let's Plays and, and and other game collections to see exactly how it goes.
1: Which is what happened with me. If it was an aspect of the game, I think it'd be great. Because I agree, it, your Death Stranding is about connecting reconnecting the world. But there are just so many other ways you could have made that more interesting and more engaging with the player than running from point A to B carrying a package.
0: Yeah, I would say the same. What do you think, Kyle?
2: Okay, I could buy it. Cool. I, so we're still at 12, right? I think... Well,
0: we got nine, actually, on our list now, and we still got three to sort out. Right. To figure I out think, which one should be the last. I one. think
2: the one that has to stay is Force Unleashed. Oh. Okay. That's Eleanor. I I totally disagree. I uh, like, especially since the first game was short and. You think about it going back, they had touted that it was going to be so much better. I don't think they ever ac- actually said that it was going to be longer, but they kept saying, oh, no, we fixed that. It's so much better. It's so much better. And yet it was still shorter.
1: You're not wrong. It's a shitty thing. I just don't think that's top ten shitty. See, and I, I, mean, I, I, I had like... a hell of a yeah, you know, I had a hell of a time with it. I agree with you. That's such a shitty thing to do. Oh, is anybody gonna fight for destiny then?
0: I think the destiny one can probably go. I don't think that one needs to stay here. I think the reason being is because the grind is frustrating, but that was kind of the whole premise of this game anyway, too, is that it was supposed to be more of a um, you know, it's the multiplayer aspect of it, it's the the lobby aspect of it. It's of course you're gonna do these raids, you're gonna do these challenges, you're gonna do these missions. So it it treats like it, it treats like an MMO, just a, you know, a first person shooter MMO. Right. So I think it can go. Yeah, cut it for me. Cool. Bye-bye. Okay, so then now we just have the debate between Force Unleashed and L.A. Noir. So, guys, we really need to... Can I float to this s- real quick? Yeah.
1: I, I think we should cut Mass Effect and put both of those back on.
0: Mass Effect and put what
1: on? I think you should put L.A. Noire and Force Unleashed on and take off Mass Effect, and then we'd have 10. I hate the cover shooting in Mass Effect, but I still played all of Mass Effect and the is what drives it through. It still gets its point across.
0: Yeah, because like if, if the cover shooting itself, like I would say in Mass Effect, if it, it, it I wouldn't call it a, f- I guess maybe the way to probably describe it is that it's a flaw for some. But the overall part of it, though, is that it wasn't implemented the right way. Um Whereas I think they did fix it going through two and three, but
2: it wasn't supposed to be a shooter. Really? It was more supposed to be an RPG. Wasn't it?
0: Yes. Yeah. And no, I think, I don't know how they classified it. I mean, let me see if I can find like what they actually called it.
1: I, I think, I, I think I agree with Kyle. I think I see what he means. Like it's, It's not like Gears where cover is part, or Uncharted, where cover shooting is part of the game. You have to be behind cover, or you're fucked. That wasn't how Mass Effect was. You did not have to be behind cover. You still could, you could just stand behind a wall and send out abilities and shit, and it would work fine.
0: Yep, action RPG. Yeah. Okay, so so that makes sense then. So the cover shooting part is just, The cover
2: aspect, it would make sense if it were a shooter, but it's not a shooter.
1: Yeah, I would cut. Yeah, I'm okay with cutting that. If that okay, gets because well I, I, I really think Eleanor needs to be on this list. Okay, well I'd then I'd much rather we will go have ahead. that than have to fucking pry Force and Leash from Kyle's hands because it sounds like Kyle thinks Force and Leash needs to be on this list.
0: I do, I do. <laughs> Wait, hold on a minute. Hold on. I think that's ten. Sure, that's nine. Uh oh, we took Put off Pacific too many. Back on.
1: I thought it was. That's what you guys said. And I was like, I thought we, because you said we had nine. I was like, I thought we only had eight.
0: Yep. Okay. Okay. I've I've added it back in. Okay. Yeah. There we so, go. Now we have
1: to cut that. There's. Look, Kyle, we didn't even have to fucking find it. Well, there we go.
0: What do you know? <laughs> All right. Tune in next week when uh,
1: we learn to count to 10.
0: <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, read the list, and then we're going to take a quick break.
2: Right on. So, our list is Wolfenstein 2 with the uh, no-hit detection, Mortal Kombat vs. DC, the removal of fatalities, Mass Effect, the cover shooting, L.A. Noir, the choices are meaningless, uh, Force Unleashed 2, the game was way too short, Days Gone, uh, hiding hordes at the end of the game, Hitman Absolution, uh, the game being too linear. Or being completely linear, linear, I should <laughs> say. Uh, Titanfall uh, having no story, Battlefront two the microtransaction hell, and Death Stranding turning the game into a delivery game.
1: Those are ten would be great games if they didn't fuck that up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're they're still great games in their own way, but ultimately, yeah. So. Uh, we're we're going to take the break and we'll be back to sort this out 1 through 10. Sweet. And we are back. So we have 10 games to sort out here in this week's topic of top would-be-great games, but they're ruined by one flaw. And Preston, of course, here in the break has decided to go ahead and offer a little bit of a uh, twist, as I should probably say here, to how we actually rank these. So uh, Preston... You had us all individually rank our own.
1: Just beforehand, yeah. I wanted to see if it was surprising to anybody. Yeah. And then if we still want, we can debate it if someone thinks something's really, really wrong. But... I just thought that'd be an interesting thing to see where we all landed.
0: Now, I'm curious here, Preston, because I don't know if I heard this as I had stepped away. Uh, Did you actually kind of go back to our old school ranking system when we put things kind of in order and you had you know assigned points and such to it? Is that what you did again? I did.
1: Yeah, just to see where all the numbers shook out.
0: Oh, man, this is going to be interesting, especially with only three people. Okay, Uh, so
1: we're actually pretty close on most of them. There's only a couple that... We had discrepancies, really.
0: Okay, so how do we want to go ahead and do this then? Do we want to go ahead and each uh, review our list then, or at least list off what our ten are, and then work through each person and then debate, you know, the few stragglers? I guess.
1: No, I'll just uh, tell you what number what the number ten and nine spot are, and then you can tell me if you disagree, if you want to move it, if you are okay with it. Okay. So tied with nine points are Mass Effect and Titanfall for the ten and nine spot. How do we want to put
0: those? Wow, they both tied, actually. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay, so Titanfall would have been 10 because you guys had that really low. I, the one who was the straggler on that, I had that at number, at the number five position. So I'm the outlier on that. Okay. So maybe Titanfall should be 10 then because apparently I just can't see it. Apparently you guys thought the game was still really, really good enough that...
2: Here's my thought on it. Um, the, What was it? Respawn, right? Mm-hmm. Had, yeah they came out beforehand when they first announced the game and they said, there's not going to be multiplayer. It's going to be, or there's not going to be single player. It's going to be multiplayer only. So, I mean, they, they said there wasn't going to be a single player okay, uh, campaign in the game.
1: Yeah. Go ahead and put that. At so 10, yeah, true.
2: it kind of ruined it, but
1: eh,
0: we kind of knew too.
1: Yeah. Go ahead and put that at 10 then for me. That's fine. That's a good argument. I have nothing
0: yeah, it's like it's like Titanfall... I have no rebuttal. It's like Titanfall didn't necessarily lose anything by not having a story. It would have definitely been great to have one. But even like if you look later on in like Call of Duty's lifetime, when Black Ops 4 came out uh, last year, maybe late the year before, um, it had... what It was already said that there was going to be no single-player. Everything was going to be multiplayer on it. And it pissed off some people, but it ended up being one of the better Call of Duty games before the Modern Warfare re-release. So... You
3: know. I guess
1: I was just shocked you guys had that so low because we had unanimously unanimously decided that that was going to be on the list.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so well, I, I, it, I was just surprised you, you guys said, had it that low.
2: When you said, "Go ahead and uh, sort, do your own list," I was like, "Well, you know, I was looking at them and I'm kind of like, well, they did say that, and that that's why it hit so that's low for me."
1: Yeah, that's a good argument. Uh, which would put Mass Effect at nine, which also had nine points, but. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, we almost cut it anyway. Okay. So I think that it would be at the bottom of the list somewhere. I think nine's a pretty good spot. What do you guys think?
0: That's where I had it. Yep.
1: Uh, I think uh, I have that one. You had yeah, that. that. Actually, that, that, that you had work. that about halfway, yeah. Kyle. You had that at the sixth spot.
2: Uh, I'm curious to see where my number 10 hits.
1: You're number 10. Is... <laughs> That's fucking... So, that would take us to number 8, which would be Star Wars Force Unleashed 2.
0: Which I had at the 7 spot, because I... I,
1: I you also know. did. Or Actually, I had that at the 10 spot. I had that at 10, you had it at 7, Kyle had it at number five, 4, 5.
0: Yeah, I think part of it, of course, with, with Force Unleashed 2 is that the first game did so well that the second one, it's like, why, why did they cut it down? Why did they make things... Um, You know, a little shorter, a little bit more condensed with it. Overall, though, it wasn't bad. Um, uh, It's still a Star Wars game anyway, you know, and, you know, people are always clamoring for more. So it being even just a little shorter, it's, you know, st- still played it. Still a good one.
2: I did. Yeah, and I I do own it. Like, I, I actually went back and bought it, what was it, two or three years ago
1: because I wanted to play it again. Mm-hmm. I I had it so low because I was like, "This is what would the way I thought about this whole category is what this flaw made stop me from wanting to play the game. I had to beat the game to recognize this flaw, so I guess it didn't stop me. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty shitty. I'm, I'm actually I'm happy that made the list though, and I think number eight's pretty decent. Kyle. That's not too bad, is it?
2: Yeah, that that that's pretty decent. Okay.
1: Is that all right, all right. So we have seven and six are also tied with twelve points apiece. With La Noir and Death Stranding, what do we think, boys? I think,
2: I think La Noir needs to go next because I I don't
1: think it needs to be that far down the list. You're the only one, Sherman. I have it at about the same spot. I have it one spot higher than he does. I have it at five. He has it at six. Or uh, sorry, he has it at five. I have it at four i don't know what i'm
2: seeing i played it on release i know what issues you're talking about and i've watched uh let's plays since it's been re-released and has the the updates and i don't know it doesn't it helps a little bit but i i don't know i i feel like that's the wrong thing to go after
3: I don't
0: know what to offer here.
1: Um,
2: I don't know. I feel like it could almost be moved to number eight. But sounds like we're already locked over. in with that. Well, so. I mean,
1: that was only a couple points. No, I mean, if you think that. And you is it all because of the re-release? Is the reason you think this? Because they've done a remaster? No, that not necessarily. Like,
2: I don't know. I just, I feel like it wasn't clear but it didn't ruin the game. I, I feel like just because of the way that the, the type of game it was, I I, I don't know. I, I felt like it didn't ruin it personally. I don't know.
1: So the way I see this one is kind of like a lot of the ones were like Hitman. I don't think making Hitman linear necessarily ruined Hitman, but... When the game is supposed to be an open world sandbox game, and you take away that fundamental element, that that's a really bad decision. It takes what could have been a perfect game into a good game. It's like, damn, but this could have been much better. Same thing with Wolfenstein. I think Eleanor fits along those lines. Where if Eleanor like, had done choice I feel based like that, like like it was that, poorly
2: hmm. done, and they fixed it a little bit. But I, I I don't feel like it it should be penalized too heavily on that.
3: You don't,
1: damn! You don't think if it had been choice based, that would have made the game infinitely better,
3: <sighs>
1: where the choices would have impacted the story, and then the story would have changed.
2: Yeah, oh I mean, they, God they damn, were trying to tell a like a, an actual story, though, like which you could have done. I, I don't know. Though. I, mean, I, I you... don't feel like that game could could get the uh, could get the heavy rain treatment and pull it off successfully. If that's why? what you're trying to allude to,
1: why why couldn't it though? I guess that's my thing. It's like why couldn't it do that? Because it's a lot of quick time sequences. It's a lot of an, it's a lot of just conversation and choosing a dialogue. Why couldn't it do it?
3: Mm.
2: So, so then, you think like, that Destiny well, would be the next hmm. on the list, and then La Noir maybe.
0: I had it opposite on mine oh. specifically because I think Death Stranding, the d- the delivery part is frustrating itself. And I think that's definitely a big uh, that's definitely a flaw of the game itself that they've they've done so much with it because they could have fleshed out a bit more instead of just driving around a little bit and ultimately, you know, toppling your ass over and falling down an entire hill. Um, but. Kyle made the point, of course, earlier. Anyway, that you know, death training is about connecting people, so that's why I had it at six, and La Noire a little bit higher than that, like you know, just past the midpoint, because choices, the choices itself shouldn't be meaningless, especially if they presented it as a story game that had the you know some of the similar elements to the GTA environment, but the fact that you have all these different things you do to try to 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 solve these crimes, to solve what you're doing to get confessions out of people to try to get the answers out of people. And that too, you know, it should come up to some sort of similar conclusion, but it should always have its different twist. It should be a little bit more towards the choose your own adventure front, especially as I recall the way that game being presented, it should have been that way. So that's why mine was the opposite. That Death Stranding was at six and LA Noir was at five.
1: I agree. You had kind of convinced me with Death Stranding, Kyle, okay. with your argument of I, being I think... connected. I was like, I think it does that. I think it could have done it better, but I think it still goes. I guess Eleanor's right there too, though. Like Death Stranding's thing actively made me not want to finish and finish the game. Eleanor didn't do that, so maybe Eleanor should be lower. I still finished Eleanor, even though I had a problem with that. It didn't turn me off from the game, though.
0: You don't see yourself replaying it anytime in the near future.
1: I I will because I have to finish my games. That's just what I do, but. It's like there's no rush at all. I just don't care. And okay. I have to force myself through it. Okay. What do you think? Kyle, you think you think it should you thought you think Eleanor should drop to 8
0: under
2: Star Wars? I think so, yeah.
0: I don't think it should go down that I, far.
1: I, I'll meet you halfway. I'll I'll go I'll go Eleanor at 7, Destrany at 6. Okay. Okay, we'll we'll have a nice little compromise here.
0: <laughs> okay, I can Sherm. Can you live with that? That's fine with me. I ain't gonna fight you. Are you, you guys. ordering these, Sherm? What
1: are you ordering these for? The real order?
0: No, I'm not. I haven't been. I thought you have been. Like it seemed like you already had all oh, the numbers figured sake. out. <laughs> that's,
1: that's okay. I think I got it. I think I remember what I was doing. Okay. <laughs> this is gonna so, be so.
2: Here's this. Here's this. Uh... Travis, um, with Death Stranding, um, the only reason I would say turning it into a delivery game ruins it is there are times where you're forced to carry packages or amounts of packages that are so egregious that no one in their right mind would ever try Mm -hmm. and do it, but you're you're forced to, and then you're also in that same trip forced to climb up and down the side of a mountain. And if you slip and fall once, you lose, like, your entire load, and you have to go gather it.
0: What? Yeah, Which would exactly. Be fine if that so was just all of a sudden,
2: it draws you yeah. out of that game simply to go collect packages that you lost, and you can't progress the story any further unless you get, you know, said packages to location, but you, you know, you want to be able to do it within, or make it so you're delivering all the packages to get the best outcome or whatever, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with it. It's really shitty, and I think that's a good spot right there for it. Yeah, okay. I'm okay with that, which would take us so to number five. what do we five. have at number
2: four?
1: No, number five. We're at number five.
2: Or Sorry. number five, excuse me. Number
1: five me. would be Days Gone, Hiding the Hordes. I'm okay with that. I have no... Yeah. Um, that's fine. Sherm Sherm had it higher than you and I did. You and I had it about the same spot. Sherm had it. Well,
2: what what's number four? Let's see what,
1: what Well okay, so that? it's in battle it's in contention with let's see, MK versus D C would be next
2: at number four. Ooh, and see I feel like MK deserves to be lower because that's part of what MK's about.
1: Sherm had it at the number ten spot.
2: What the hell is are are you on crack?
0: <laughs> no, I'm not on no, I'm not on crack because you actually made the comment yourself anyway too. And I'm kind of latching onto it a tiny bit, but I'm kind of arguing with you on it for a different reason, is the fact that Mortal Kombat versus DC, I think, you know, we've seen dark turns in the DC universe anyway, too. I mean, like one example, of course, I can even give is like when Bane broke uh Batman's back. Okay, I'll use that as one example. And fuck, those trains are loud tonight. Um, um, I'll use that as an example, uh, you know, as one of the darker side of things. But I feel like this game itself was kind of a... It was the precursor, of course, to Injustice. uh, Because that was its own standalone, you know, fighting game anyway. But I feel like that was supposed to be more of a bridge for those, like kids who knew dc characters to kind of like start bringing them into these fighting games and that too it's like oh i know what mortal kombat is this is something that won't alienate um you know this isn't something that's going to you know, upset my parents or anything like that this is something i can ask for because they'll see superman on the front cover fighting against these people here you know they'll feel better about me getting it and then it leads into them
2: you totally missed what i meant well dc has always been the darker comic i i like I, when you like i mean Dark Horse, yeah, you have the more violent, gory stuff in there. But I mean, as far as superheroes goes, like you know, if you were to go DC versus Marvel, mm-hmm. DC was always more violent. Um, they've always you know had the language. They've you know, there's always been you know more blood and gore than hmm. than you would see in Marvel comics. So for them to take out the fatalities, uh, for DC doesn't make sense because DC
0: characters do die.
2: They do, know, they do. So,
0: they do. So they die horrific deaths. So, no, I didn't take it out of I didn't take any of your your comment out of context. That's why I was like looking at it, is because there's there's a there's divesting, of course, in the comic universe anyway, too. You've got one. You've got two different sides, of course, to the comic universe. You've got one side, of course, that that is more of a general audience comic book series to be able to actually bring everybody in and then you've also got the other side of the comics where there are the darker turns on things there are there is more of the chaos there is more of the death you know um there's not completely the elimination of death on the other side on the general audience part but that's really where i feel like this was at is that they weren't going to allow such for their characters especially in this at least in this format, that they could only go as far as they did, which then opened up the ability for other, like for a lot of people to be able to go purchase this game on the condition, of course, that this wasn't like a regular Mortal Kombat game. So in regards to the actual development of this and the marketing of this and who this was really aimed at more than anybody... I see this, of course, being lower because I don't see it as as big of a flaw as the rest of the things on my list, or at least the way I've ordered Reston, it.
2: Preston, help me out here.
1: I mean, I get his idea that he's they're trying to bridge a gap between a younger audience and a new fighting style era, but at the same time, Kyle's right. Don't put the then don't put the title Mortal Kombat on it. You know, yeah, and the, the, I you, think, you have I injustice. Think Mortal Kombat make, make would injustice have approached.
2: Then dc because they knew that oh well people die in dc dc's more violent so it's perfect for mortal Kombat and the people at dc would have seen mortal Kombat and they would have said fatalities that's that's part of the game you know mm-hmm. if you're gonna make it uh a, a mortal combat game it has to have fatalities in it you can't put the name on it and then not have the
1: fatalities that's really where I land out of the biggest. Like, if if you want to make a, a fighting game with DC characters, make Injustice. They did it. That's fine. No one bitched about it. Right. No one had a problem with it. But that's because it's not called Mortal Kombat. When I get Mortal Kombat, and I'm expecting I'm expecting Sub Zero to rip off someone's head through with their spine. Like, I don't care if it's Superman that he does it to. I mean, I get why they can't do it. You're no no, no. no Intellectual property is going to let them do that to their characters. No one's going to do that. But damn, I guess I understand though too. Like, then why would you make the crossover?
0: Yeah, see, exactly. A lot of the restrictions, anyway. Like, I'm reading up on it to to better fill this in. Of course, is that yeah, the restrictions were in the use of the DC license, which means that it's like if DC was actually writing this and making everything, you know, as it goes along there's a different level of chaos that they can introduce because it's them writing it. It's them approving it. It's them publishing it. Whereas it's, it was midway using their characters to make this game um, and try to fit it into the universe, but not at the same level that they would have if it was like DC made the game themselves. So that's why. Isn't
1: it it because WB had just bought the realm studios? The whole
0: reason is that, no, the whole reason that, uh, Warner Brothers got it was because uh, Midway made this game and then ended up uh, filing for bankruptcy. Like this was their last game and then Warner Brothers took over. Oh, then
1: the- WB w-
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know though. I'm. That's like making a Halo game that doesn't have a the Halo sword, the energy sword. Like it's a fundamental thing of the game that you take out. Wouldn't that game suck, Sherm? If you did a 3D Mario platformer, it doesn't have the triple jump. What the fuck? (laughs) What are you doing? Is Kirby not going to suck up enemies? Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's, this is your series. That's what you do.
0: That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. But I guess, of course, I look at it though as well as, let's, let's look at what happened when Nintendo gave the rights for a Mario movie to be made. And we saw how much of a piece of garbage that was because it's like you can only do so much with this. You're only allowed to do so far because we don't really want you messing up our property and it still kind of happened there too. But I, I, yeah, I can see where you guys are arguing with it. That's just why it made it lower on my list was because it's – I see why What's they What's it did fighting? Be-
1: it's between this and Days Gone? I I don't even see an argument between that like –
0: I don't know. That's why it's like I put Days Gone higher on my part of the list at number three was because the way you had talked about it was that it was a complete 180. Like, the entire game had you doing this, and then, oh, hey, by the way, we're going to make you end the game by playing this way. We're going to make you do this, even though you've you've not been playing like this at all. That's why I consider that a it's bigger a real flaw. It's a fucking bummer. That's why I see that yeah, as a bigger flaw.
1: A... I still see it as a bigger flaw that you take out fatalities. How adamant are you that Days Gone has to be four, Sherm? I
3: don't you know. You think MK,
1: really, all the way to five? Fuck. I had MK wow, at three. Oh, no.
2: I will fight you on that. <laughs>
1: This is why I wanted to do it this way because I was curious to see if this would happen, and it did. That's what, exactly what I wanted. And what I would think, you? I what would we've you guys been missing think? Missing this for
2: a little while because I will. I will fight MK. <laughs> it has to be in the bottom like three.
0: Well, come on over. Are let's, you willing to fight are you willing out. pull out the knife, sure? Am I willing to pull out the knife? Uh, are you ready to have this fight? I was just gonna bash mm. his head in with a microphone stand. I mean, <laughs> shouldn't be too bad, right? Ah, uh, days gone.
1: It is a fucking bummer, but I mean, the rest of the. I mean, you do run. I ran across three to five hordes normally in the game. But it's not like they're completely gone until the end. The gameplay. It wasn't what I was expecting from all the trailers they had shown, but maybe that's on me? I don't know. And fuck MK. I just can't get over it. <laughs> That's it's fatalities, man. Like, yeah, it's what Mortal, is Mortal Kombat, Com- and it's, it's fatalities. famous. Yeah, it's made famous by fatalities.
2: Exactly.
1: <sighs> That's why I have. Why do you have Hitman so high on this list?
0: What? Because you made it very clear that, of course, the flaw is that they redid the entire game, that it, it didn't have the open world, learning everything, doing what you basically wanted to. You had to follow a linear path. That That's a big enough flaw that they had to do it, and now they're learning their lesson with, you know, hopefully they've because learned their it, lesson to the next game.
1: Right, because it's an established characteristic of the game. A defining thing of Hitman is that it's open world, choose your own way to do it.
2: Well, I mean, we I have it pretty low, Preston, but I, the way I view Hitman is, like, that was kind of like a slap on the wrist to them, like, don't ever do that again.
1: Yeah, and well, I guess that's my point, is that we have that so low because that is a defining characteristic of the game. Don't you think fatalities are a defining characteristic of Mortal Kombat, if not the?
0: I won't say no to that one it has a
1: history uh, built on it like days it, gone this is the first game they've done
0: no that's 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 a very very accurate statement of course in in that argument with um you know even making the comparison like hitman absolution then to yeah it's it's basically following along the same lines then that mortal kombat versus dc you know mortal kombat's lineage of course is built on being the gory fatalities and that because you know street fighter never had that as a fighting uh series hitman of course made its it itself better known by actually having more of the open world, so you know. And then of Marvel course they went fucked it with up.
2: Capcom. So I mean, it's right there with Street Fighter being you know non non gory as far right. as games go.
0: True, true. So okay, I think you guys have me. I think we can go ahead and move uh, MK He's versus DC five. up. Yep.
1: Okay. So Let's
3: we fight have band at
1: three. Right now, his Hitman is number three because of the consensus, even though we actually all had it at the number four spot. But just by sheer consensus of numbers, it made it to number three. Do we want it at the four spot over MK, or...?
2: No, I think MK deserves to be lower than Hitman.
1: I do, too. That's where I had it. But Sherm, I don't know if we've convinced Sherm that we think... Uh, I mean, I'm not going to dig my heels in on this one, though. If you... Are feeling that strongly? I, I I can live with MK at four.
0: Okay, leave it,
1: leave it. Kyle, can you leave? Can you live with MK at four? I really? wasn't gonna put it. In, I wasn't gonna put it any higher than three. I think
2: it should ame- at least make it to three. Like, don't get me wrong, Hitman was still a good game. It still had good, good assassinations and stuff. Um, the execution was still really good. I mean, it was linear, yes, but I mean, it still played off the Hitman game. But the fact that you're missing the fatalities—that's like taking out a whole chunk of Mortal Kombat.
1: Okay, like it just didn't finish off the fatality, though. Like it's still—it's
2: okay, a cartoon yeah. version. I, of I a guess fatality. you're right. Yeah,
1: you... but I mean, it's like the finishing moves in Injustice. Like they still look awesome. It's the best they could do. And I still think MK versus DC is still a really great game. It's like a TV
2: edit of an R movie.
1: It is. But sometimes you still watch those. <laughs> You do, but you're so mad that Well ooh damn sure. He just gave me a great fucking argument. It's the T V edit of a fucking
0: (laughs) I thought that was actually a really good one. I didn't think about it in that (laughs) uh, that I wanted his three.
1: He just just convinced me like that's the best fucking thing I've ever heard of. Put it
0: up there. Put it up there. It's a made for TV Mortal Kombat.
1: (laughs) It's a made for TV Mortal Kombat. Okay. I am going to fight you versus that on oh, Wolfenstein, though. No, that is a funta- fundamental gameplay flaw that actually hinders the game. Same here. It, I, wh- can, could...
2: I can I I can, can live with that. I'll live with
1: it at three.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So that
1: would leave Wolfenstein at two.
0: Okay. Which means that we <laughs> like, all have which the consensus. Means
1: w- unanimous. the ultimate Battlefront... bad
2: game is Battlefront 2. The ultimate flaws. is yeah, unanimous.
0: Yeah, the Ultimate Flogmaster well, Friends.
2: It's still it, it was bad when it first came out and they when it still had the uh microtransactions.
1: Have you played it recently? They've done a lot to fix it. They really I have it, I, I have it
2: downloaded on my PlayStation and I've been wanting to play it, but I don't know, It's. I did play it at the very beginning and I was I know, so pissed off. I know.
1: Like it puts you off so bad to what they did on that shit, but they have done a lot of work to fix it. I will say. See, it's I've been hearing that for game. like a
2: year yeah, and I'm just like, Sigh. I should try it, but man, I was so
1: burned. <laughs> Could you imagine how great it was? It, it, the potential Battlefront had, cause it was absolutely gorgeous. It played great. The upgrade systems were fun. It wasn't a terribly difficult strategic game, like a, like a PUBG or something or uh, rainbow six where it's, if you're not good, you're gonna get fucking wrecked. Like Do you can you still think have it fun. Did
2: it as good as the first two, though?
1: It's pretty hard to beat those. Those were so unique in their yeah. time. It's hard to beat that. I think Shit, it...
2: even the even the Ooh. PSP one was really good.
1: Yeah, it's hard to beat those, but I I think it holds its own. In, yeah, in maybe relativity. I'll have to get on that. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna run that one. That's a good fucking list, guys. That's, that's what that's what i was hoping was going to happen Jerome that we would have some dissent it <laughs> kyle what are you fucking high
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were waiting for a really big comment like that then so okay so preston you, i was shocked
1: like, to see you had mk at 10
0: it, that's just it this, i was like what that was the way it felt to me after that but then you guys called me out on my hypocrisy basically between it and uh hitman so it made sense to to concede and agree with you guys on that one so with with everything that we've put together, Preston, do you actually have the full top 10 list then?
1: Yeah, I think I can do this in my head. <laughs> 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 you can trust me, right? All right, number 10, we have Titanfall. Number 9 would be Mass Effect. Do I need to read the thing? The No, I'm no, no going just fucking...
0: read the game. All right, so,
1: sorry, number 9 is Mass Effect. Oh, what is it, number 8? That's a fucking long ways away, guys. Number eight would be Star Wars, The Force Unleashed 2. Number seven is Eleanor. Number six is Death Stranding. Number five would be Days Gone. Four is Hitman, Absolution. Three, Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. Number two, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. And number one, Star Wars Battlefront 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck that
0: <laughs> great list guys fuck
1: that is a good list all right I the way we did that actually I well was curious
0: to see how that'd work so with yeah. that list sorted out and all of this said thank you so much everybody for tuning in to this week's topic don't forget to check us out on anchor.fm slash the dash npcs dash podcast that is the home of this podcast we are on a bunch of different platforms which now includes TuneIn. so if that is one of your platforms of choice for podcasts make sure to look for us there and hit that follow button Uh, you can find us of course on social media at Facebook and Twitter at the NPCs podcast you can find us on YouTube at the NPCs as well just you want those links you can get those right off of our anchor.fm page we've also turned on listener support so if you'd like to help out this podcast as well with a monetary gift as minimum as 99 cents a month to be able to help us out to grow this thing even more please do so that is on our anchor.fm page as well thank you so much all for tuning in gentlemen it's been fun we will catch you all in the next episode
1: bye (laughs) i <laughs>